Welcome to another episode of Women and Children First After Us. I'm joined, I'm Andrew, and I'm joined by my good friends, Fred and Alan. Hi, Fred and Alan. Hey, how you doing? my intro. That's good. So we wanted to kick things off, and we didn't get a chance to talk about a beloved colleague, a former colleague for me. Uh, he likes to Hello. stir up a lot of trouble. I'll just put it mildly and he likes if to he did something, right yeah. if he did something good for you if he did he took it out of your hide afterwards yeah i actually didn't know about that side of him until like late like until i really like knew him like after he started a beef with you guys and then he just he basically just showed his true colors all of them yeah uh, they just can't do their work and go home if the, and be friendly at work to your co-workers. They, they all have something wrong with them. They all look for trouble. Yeah, I remember I hired... I wasn't hiring him, but I was thinking of hiring him for my, ha my house, and I brought him over just to get a look at, you know, house renovations and all of that. And he started talking to my family, and then I didn't hear about this till... From another coworker, I think you guys. I started. He blabbed well, every single detail of. No, we didn't know. About. It. Oh, we didn't know about it. Yeah, I think it was you told, a friend you told of ours. Him, right, somebody else did. Mm -hmm. uh, you took him in confidence to your house, and uh, he brought back all stories to work. Yeah, I didn't know he talked about it to everyone. I mean, nobody said anything. I mean, so I was none the wiser, but. Right. It was surprising to me because I would have thought he would have, you know, kept that stuff to himself at the very least. Right. And now you learn that he has a dark side. Yeah. He was a, he was a drunken bum. And then he bathed in aftershave lotion to disguise that, uh, his drunkenness. Yeah. I didn't know about, like, I knew he drank. Like, it's like when he first started, I remember he's like, you couldn't smell it as much. But then, like, as the years went on and he kept working there, like, you could start, you could just smell the alcohol everywhere. Right. Then he'd go out, out in the street on a break and drink more and smoke marijuana and who else knows, uh, whatever drugs he took. Yeah. And you wouldn't think of it from an older man. You'd only think that drug use and act like that is with younger. And this was an older man, but... He he still did that, and he had the strength of this guy. Had the strength of ten men. I remember him lifting up slicers to clean it in the back, like these right, deli he slicers. Very, he just right, left it by strong. himself, and I was like, right, "Right, he had hands like a gorilla." He looked like one too. And he came to he came to visit me in the hospital if I had a very bad accident, and I really didn't like him coming, but he came, and I thought maybe he would change. And the minute I got better and I came back to work, uh, I found out he took my picture in the hospital bed and he showed it to everyone. There. That's and, sick. Right, right. He can't be, he can't be nice, this guy. And he, saw, he started on me when, uh, when I did go back to work, started telling personal information about me and all kinds of things to the other workers, which they don't even care anyway. But he did it for spite. Yeah, he didn't. He just did it because he could. Right. 
tells me I I looked up I looked up the informa personal information and I wanted to look it up. Kind of creepy too. Yeah, yeah that's so right. What do you need and to know his information for? He he did. Yeah, a sick individual. I want to back up a bit. It's like, uh, why did you get? Why were you injured in the first place? Like, what was the cause of it? Like, how'd you end well, up in the hospital? Besides working, besides working in the grocery industry, I also train racehorses in the morning. And one early morning, the horse got spooked from a tractor, threw me off, and dragged me all over the racetrack. And when I finally got loose, I landed in in the path of other horses training. And to this day, I don't know how they missed me, but I hit the track so hard, my leg, the tibia bone, unhooked from the knee, and I broke so many ribs. And uh, when I finally got to the hospital, it took them two weeks uh, to operate because the leg was so swollen. And then I was bedridden for three months, a wheelchair, walker, uh, crutches, and until till I was able to walk again with a lot of physical therapy. That is terrible. That is really six months, a six long months process. Back yeah. And uh, a lot of customers called me up in the in the rehab and the hospital, and mm -hmm. a few work and a few workers visited me, but I didn't expect it to be with this guy to visit, and because I know who he was, and I thought maybe he did change, but he didn't, because. Uh, I found out he sent my picture to everyone from the hospital bed. I would think that would be like an invasion of privacy because you shouldn't be allowed to take a picture of an unconscious well, person. Yeah, you know, he looked at his phone or something in the hospital. How do I know what he's doing? I don't know. He could have done something else to you. We wouldn't know. Right. Uh, it's awful. Who need? I didn't need him in the first place because when I finally did get a little better and I went back to work, uh, he started on me again, uh, telling out personal information on me, and he got joy out of it. Was he actually happy about it? Yeah, yeah. In his face, he goes, "I looked you up." When I when I confronted him about why are you giving out my personal information? Yeah, I always have a problem with people that can't mind their own business, or they have to interfere with someone else's so much. It's just. Like, why do you need to get involved with my life so much? Like, I didn't invite you in, kind of thing. It's like he he, he, he uh, was telling me the name of my dead parents, and he looked me up and all personal information. So I said to him, uh, "Since you know so much about me, you know the size of my dick, also." <laughs> he probably did, but he didn't want to say it at the time. He's holding that back. Well, we should have talked about him that. He was married several times and had a lot of kids, and he never paid child support. You're going to air to everyone, his dirty laundry, too? Is gonna, it's right, just going to make things worse, frankly. Well, well he deserves it. it well, you know, but why, why do it to me? And we shouldn't do it to him. That's true, but it's that this whole war between you, you and him is never going to end at this rate, then. Like, he's just going to be egged on, and he's just going to be more motivated to try to find more things about you. I know, but we never told him about that. We never brought up his life. Yeah, and then, I mean, he instigated it. 
Right. And then we had some new workers now, and it didn't take them long to start with them also. And they went into HR on them, and nothing happens. Wait, nothing he, happens. To he started story. beef with them. Right. He started with them over first. Uh, he didn't like the way they did things, and he he annoyed them so much. Then one guy, uh, he broke the guy's radio because the guy was playing it too loud. Wow. And the guy went into HR to report it, and still nothing happened. How could nothing happen? It was like he he did it in front of witnesses, I'm guessing. You're right. And nothing happened. Everybody knew about it. Wow. There's only those kinds of people that get away with that kind of stuff if they have some dirt on other people or they just got it. Well, just... how could he have dirt on a, a large corporation? Or the people involved, like the higher-ups. Or maybe he's just friendly enough with them that he can get away with murder, basically. Right. That's it. Whoever's there, he makes small talk, and uh, he calls out a lot, and they love this guy. Yeah, I remember I him. He's, when I used to work with him, like, I used to work in a kosher deli with him, and he was usually the closer, and I was, like, the mid-shift, and I would basically help him close up a bit. And he would just... Be not he wouldn't be there like half the time. Like, That's right. It got so bad. It just like you expect him to call out. And no, nothing happened to this guy. Uh, one night, me and my brother closed with him, and he disappeared. And it was getting late, and we didn't know where he went, and we didn't say nothing when he came back. And we were getting ready to clean up and do whatever he had to do. Instead, he comes back takes out a paper and a pencil, like he's doing a roofing job, and he starts writing down items and filling up the shelf, which didn't matter at that moment because we had to clean up and we had all these slices open that had to be cleaned and sanitized and get ready for the next morning. And so my brother happened to say it to another worker that we were friends with for 12 years, that I don't want to work with this guy no more. Because he didn't do no work, and it doesn't make sense to work with him. He left us everything. Wait, so instead, why did he write all that we'll, stuff down? He wrote it down, so he has a list of what he should fill the shelves up with. Why is he filling the shelf at like when it's closing time? Right, he's filling the shelf in the showcase. Right, which uh, it could have been done after we cleaned up. Yeah, do it after everything's all done, and then if you really want to dick around and <laughs> fill all that stuff, then that's your choice. No, so my brother told our friend, another worker in there for 12 years that we were friends with, I don't want to work with this guy no more. So the guy, what does he do? He went behind our back and told it to him. Oh, so, is this someone it, I know? Right. Okay, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's so a... he went Right. So he went behind our back and told the other guy that we don't want to work with him. So he approached me and said... I heard you talking about me. Next time you talk about me, I'm going to kill you. I know where you live. And this is how he greeted me. And wow. I didn't make nothing of it. But someone else found out about it, the manager of the department. And they took me to the security office to write up a whole report on him that because it was on company property. And still, this was years ago. Nothing happened to him. He's still working here today. Unbelievable. He got away right. with it. He got away with it. With a death threat. Right. That is literally a death threat. 
he threatened you to kill you. Right. Right. Oh, my he God. thought I talked about him when I didn't even say it. I can't believe he got away with it. And the worst thing was our other friend that we, we considered a valuable friend for over 12 years yeah. and very good friend. We did so many favors for him. He went behind our back and told this guy that we don't want to work with him. You think and, he'd be not doing that stuff, but... Right. And he was another winner, that friend, also. After that, we didn't bother with him that much, either. It just makes you see, like, the kind of people they actually are. Like, once they show their true colors, and then you see the kind of crap they pull. But, but you know, me and Fred, when we worked with you, it was 100% honest, and our friendship, even even though you're not working there anymore, mm -hmm. that we're still friends after. Yeah, for better or for worse. <laughs> Whatever it is, but <laughs> we didn't go we didn't go behind nobody's back like they do. No. I I have a very simple policy. It's like don't lie to me and just like just tell me. It's like that's it. But it's for some reason it's so hard for people to follow that. Like they have to just like make up things they, and just once they fight yeah, because they have to be Right, they have to be deceitful. Yeah, they can't exactly. be honest. Like, why do you need to do that? That makes up 99% of the world. Yeah, I hate it. And, and somebody told us years ago that when you meet a certain group of people that are nice and good, those are the ones you're holding your hand, and that's your friends for life. Those are the people you cherish, and you grasp them in your hand because it's far and few. I could think less than five people in my life that I consider that. Like, it's so rare. It shouldn't be that rare, but it's really hard to find trustworthy people that, you know, you could tell things. And no, it's not, it's not like that. I, I, we're not rats to go talk about anybody. No. Unless, unless they deserve it. Right, then we can go after them. Right. And this is what makes up most of the population. I wish it wasn't like that, but it it is. It's it's even worse than that. That, uh, and the minute you go out of your doorway, uh, except for your good friends, that everyone out there is is out only for themselves. Yeah, can't argue and with that. Even, even family members are out for themselves, huh. like. My family well, members. We in the register when the family the guy had a heart attack. Years ago, I just started in the store as a cashier, and a mother and daughter came in, and uh, the husband was in the hospital with a heart attack, and the mother and daughter were worried if they're buying enough food in the, and they'll have enough food in the house to eat. They didn't care about the man laying in the hospital dying with his heart. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> When my parents were sick and we went to the hospital or everything, me and Freddie, we didn't eat or nothing. Who cared about that? Eating was the last thing on our mind. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is how the world is. They're all for number one. I, yeah. My family is screwed up in that way, too. I mean, we all have family issues, but my, one of my, my dad's side is, my family members are very, rude and cutthroat and... so was ours we never had like other people you watch shows years ago and uh, people have a good uncle but mm -hmm. we can't ever say that 
I never had a good uncle on my dad's side. Famous My mother had one brother, and he was a college professor. And when me and my brother were little boys, and we used to go with his father, our grandfather, all over, took us to Coney Island, bought us bicycles, uh, bought us our first dog, and every we were always with him. So my mother's brother, my uncle, he hated us because we went with his father and, uh, and our grandfather all over, and he despised us even till he was an older man. You never let go of that grudge? Never let never go. And he took a tally of whatever my grandfather bought us. Really? Even as an, old, even as an older man, he said, uh, uh, my, my father bought you that dog, he bought you that bicycle, he bought you this, he bought you that. Jeez. This is what was on his mind. A college professor that he couldn't be too stable in, but that's what was on his mind. He could never just always he never let about it, it. No, he right. He never let it go, and oh. we did not. We did not think to him. And my father used to have fights with him and say to him, "You have one goddamn sister with two nephews. This is how you act all the time." It was awful. Yeah. Well, speaking of families, you know, I was thinking of uh, this show you guys recommended to me. It was called Fleischman is in Trouble. It's about a, you know, a newly divorced father of two kids and his wife divorces him. Right. And, you know, thinking of family and just, and just seeing the, the problems the with that divorce right, the mess, and the fallout. The mess, that she made, the mess that she made for him. Yeah. He was a, a good man, a, a doctor. He loved his kids. He loved the wife. Mm -hmm. And suddenly she did that to him. Yeah, it was a pretty good show for the first few. Right, and it didn't end quite the way we thought it would end. No, it, I guess I was expecting something to go differently. Like, I know Fred early, was hoping for something else, so. Right, yeah, you know me. And the first early <laughs> yeah. show, the first early show had a lot of nudity, and yeah. then it died out after, so Freddie lost kind of yeah, interest. that's what he was here for. The show went like that to me. <laughs> <laughs> it just showed less and less, and then there's right. like, went down to zero. <laughs> yeah, like it was okay. Yeah, it wasn't what I was looking for in a show. After a while, like I guess right. I didn't know what I was looking for. But you were looking for what every every man looks for, <laughs> right? <laughs> you wanted the show to be like you wanted every week's series show to be like number one, but it wasn't. Yeah. It started off pretty strong. I think yeah, I told yeah. you guys. And then... Right, know, when... Yeah. Uh, just started doing other things. Right. It, it went in a different direction. Yeah. But I mean, you guys recommend shows and everything to me all the time, so... It's not right. a huge loss. You guys are big into TV shows and movies and everything like right, that. We just... It, we just finished Kaleidoscope on Netflix. It was oh, what's about, that about? About um, a bank robbery in, in, a, in a private bank in Manhattan. And each show, it couldn't matter. Or you could watch it out of order. And uh, first show, say, is seven years before the robbery. The second show was 24 years before the robbery. The third show would be two days after the robbery. And then you just leave 
the white show was done by colors each show you leave the white show for last because it summarized all of it is it like a heist show like right they were they were robbing seven billion dollars okay then uh we were watching on uh paramount uh met um tulsa king with sylvester stallone Oh, that was okay. a very I heard a lot of things about that. Yeah, it was a good show. It's about uh, a gangster. He was in jail for 25 years. And when he comes out, he thinks he's going to run Brooklyn and Manhattan again. Instead, they send him to Oklahoma. And he start, He does his thing out there. He just starts his own gang and everything in Mafia? Right. Just... Right. Out just... in Oklahoma. <laughs> the middle of nowhere. Right. And then we were watching uh, Yellowstone. And its sequels, uh, 1923 and 1883. That's a very good show. But all three of them. Yellowstone, doesn't that have Harrison Ford? No, no. Uh, 19, I might think of something else. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner. Yeah, that was it. And the other shows are pre-sequels of Kevin Costner's relatives, uh, uh, his great grandfather, like that. The other shows represent. Oh, okay. Is it good? Very, very good. Once okay. you get into it, 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 it it's amazing stories, and uh, it was very good. And um, then we're watching now. We started Accused on Fox. Uh, uh, three shows were on already. And each show was not a continuation. Each show was a full show, and then it moves on to a different show that has nothing to do with the week before. It's just separate, just completely right. separate. Each episode, separate. each episode is a is a full episode. Huh? What is it about? Well, like um, court cases, but it doesn't have the results that you think. What does that mean? No, like you would think that it goes one way, and uh, uh, it and it doesn't. Okay, all right. So it subverts your expectations, result, kind of thing. Right. It's not the results that you would think or the public would think. It it's a different conclusion. Yeah. Huh. And I don't want, I don't want to give it away to ruin it for anybody. <laughs> you guys watch a lot of shows, so it's hard to it's hard to keep up. Now we just started this list of us. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. I was going to you... recommend it to you guys because you probably would oh, like we... it. How many did you watch? None. I played the video game. So I don't oh, need to oh. watch it. Oh, we just watched the second one tonight we finished. What do you think of it so far? So, we didn't even think we were going to continue with it, but uh, we stayed with it already. Uh, I'll dysfunk. This fungus that got infected the world. These cordyceps, it infects the, the brain and everything of the person. Right. And it turns them. Right. It's, all, it's awful. It's awful, but do you enjoy it? Do you like, are you going to keep watching it? You know what I mean? We started it already, so we'll probably keep going with it. Okay. But uh, it, it wouldn't be one of the favorite shows that we watch. Oh, uh, you don't like it as much? But it was all right. It wasn't the, the best that we would like. Okay. And then we're also watching a show, uh, Poker Face. Poker it's Face? About, right. 
That's on the Peacock Network. Okay. It's about, about this girl. She, she knows when she talks to you if you're lying or not. So if you committed murder or anything, she knows that you did it, and you can, and she goes after you to make sure until you're imprisoned. How does the hell does she know? Does she read your face or something? Right. She she looks at your face and she knows. She watches you, how you talk. She knows if you're lying or not. You know that reminds me of an older show that used to, it was it got canceled. It was called Lie well, to Me. Oh, lie to me. Yeah, Everyone's this guy. He uh, looks at your like your face and everything, and then he. You could tell if you're lying. And there was an old show many years ago uh, about a police officer, Columbo. So they oh, said she's I like, love Columbo. They said she's like a female Columbo. Oh, is it really? Hmm. But, yeah, but she's not a cop or anything. What's, what does she do? She's just like a regular person? No, a gambler, a waitress. Right. Yeah. right. And, oh, uh, some, hmm. somebody, somebody is after her, so she's going... Uh, different parts of the country to get away from it. She thinks she's one step ahead of them. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Right. Uh, we watched uh, it was four shows on with that. And then we're watching Your Honor, season two. I've never heard of that show until now. Uh, Your Honor had Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad, oh. and he was oh. and he was Seinfeld's dentist. Oh, Watley, yeah. Right. He was a, a judge, and everybody loved him in Louisiana. And um, if a mother came to him on drug charges and she had a lot of kids, he wouldn't put her away because it didn't make sense. Who's going to take care of her family? And that's what kind of person he was. Then his son uh, is driving a car one day, and he drops his inhaler, and he kills someone on a motorcycle. And the father, the judge, is doing the right thing, taking him into the police station. But on his way to the police station, he notices now the fella that he killed on the motorcycle was the head gangster of that town's son. And mm -hmm. he knew his son is going to be murdered from him. And so he does everything now in his power to save his son's life. Sounds interesting. Right. Right, he does. He, he he does everything as a dishonest person now to save his son's life. Hmm. Is that at Brian Cranston? Right, he's the judge. Hmm. I would recommend you guys should watch uh, Better Call Saul because that's finished. That's from the same creators of Breaking Bad. Right. Well, but, it was watched the first one. It was hard to get into. It's a slow burn. It takes some time, but once it gets going, it gets going. It's like Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad in the beginning is slow, too. Breaking Bad, we had a binge watch, and at the same time, we were binge watching the television show o Ozark. Oh, yeah, it Ozark. Like, that... it, was a, it was a similar story Yeah, uh, the drug cartel. And his family and... gets in the, like, the right. drug-making drug right. business. Right, the same type of story. I think Breaking Bad is better than Ozark. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, me too. Breaking Bad was very exciting to watch. It had a lot of big explosive moments, just like people dying and just. It was exciting. It was well, Ozark was. I didn't like Ozark because it felt like it was just trying to copy Breaking Bad. 
Right. But I think it was just doing it worse. And also, uh, I think the Ozark ending, I don't know if you guys watched it, but I think it was terrible. Did you guys yep. ever watch the last season? Yes. What did you think of it? It was a while ago when uh, the the, gir- uh, the girl from uh, from uh, um, that area. Yeah, so that she, family. Right. She, she got killed the after. Mm-hmm. And the sister of the head cartel had her killed. Yep. Right. And then it was like... And they were trying to, like, for the long, the whole run of the show, they were trying to get out. They were trying to make the money for the cartel and then get out and get out of this business. You can never get out. I guess that was the point, but then it's just like, they just turned around and said they kind of liked doing it, and then they just never got out. <laughs> uh, and the cartel was in the movie also like that. Uh, the Mule with Clint Eastwood, did you ever see that? No, I haven't. That's a true story that an older man had a uh, plant nursery and he was doing quite well, but then he didn't change with the times when the internet came exploded. He didn't change the times and he lost everything. So one day at his granddaughter's wedding, someone sees his truck that he drove all over. He had the stickers on the back of the truck from all different states that he visited. Yeah. So one tells them that you like to drive, you can make money driving to different states. All you have to do is take take these packages and drop it off at a ho- at a hotel wherever they tell you. But and, he, th- and then they get they put an envelope of, of cash in his glove compartment. But he didn't hmm. know at the beginning what he was uh c- carrying. He didn't know. And then the the cartel, he got involved with the cartel and mm-hmm. made a lot of money for them. They loved them after. But then different members of the cartel took over and uh, they they threatened that they're going to kill his family. So he went to jail for many years after, in real life. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, um... That show reminds me of... You ever seen the movie uh, Baby Driver? Baby Driver, yes, so yes. Yeah, it's just the kind of the same thing. He's like a courier, but he's like right. delivering a package. But he's yes. like working with the mob Whatever. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Same crap. Yeah, it's all similar, but you know. It's how well the they same, do it. Right, same stories. Yeah, it's just how well they tell those stories. Then we saw a movie uh, that we watched um, with uh, Mel Gibson. It's called On the Line 2022 about a radio disc jockey who works at night and uh, somebody calls him up while he's on law on the radio that I'm in your house. I'm going to kill your wife and daughter. Yes. You sure don't watch a lot of happy TV shows and stuff. We sure don't. Well, <laughs> Well, there ain't really no great comedies on anymore. I try to think of a comedy. No, the only one that's on now. That really, it's we watch the Connors, but we watch it because it's there. But other than that, it's not. It's all right. Uh, some of the stories are true to life. What they go through, and they're not embarrassed to tell you whatever's going on, like in people's lives. Mm-hmm. 
Another good movie that we watch and I like is called Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah, that's a good Jake, one. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he's great. Right, he's a streetwise punk and he gets into the business of filming accidents at night. Mm -hmm. and, and he sells them to the news stations for the most money. Yeah, that's a really grimy even movie. Creates, he even creates his own stories to sell. Yeah, he just fabricates it. He just uh, mixes, makes it up. Yeah, I think that was true. a very good movie. That was a great movie. And then he becomes very rich at the end. He has people working for him. If, he starts up his own company and everything. Uh, yeah, very wow, cool. great And movie. then he just kills his partner. Right. <laughs> he gets well, him killed. Well, the partner got killed, Jay. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. He killed. And then on YouTube, another good movie that they give for free. Is witness to the mob about Sammy the Bull and John Cardi with Tom Sizemore and who played John Cardi. A very excellent movie, free on YouTube. Witness to the mob. That was a true story, right? Right. Yes. And it, it was owned uh, by Robert De Niro's company, but he wasn't in it. But the movie was true to life. Yeah, that was good. I mean, we keep, we keep talking about TV shows and everything, but I think we have to cut it for now. All right. But, you know, thank you guys for showing up. And we'll see all the rest of you later. All right. All right. Thanks. Thank you thanks. very much. Bye. Bye.